Spoiler Alert, a weekly talk radio show for TV and movie lovers. I'm your lady host, Sonia Stanger, and I'm joined by two of my long, long, long-standing faves, Sean Dunham and Jeremy Legui. Hey, dudes. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Excellent. Yesterday marked the summer solstice and the longest day of the year here in the Northern Hemisphere. So we thought we'd spend this week having a quick chat about long movies. So gents, let's get right into it. What would you say constitutes a long movie? I'd like to jump in here and say that I think, as you guys are fully aware, that every movie made is probably too long. (laughs) I feel like it is the one comment I come away with for everything that I talk, like, I feel like everything, like, could have shaved 10 minutes, could have shaved, tw- like, I feel like it's constant, feel like I'm annoying with the whole thing, but, um, I just wanted to interject that before we actually answer your question. Sean, please continue. So all of them is what okay. you're saying? Yeah, like... Yeah, and I'll give you a real answer in a minute. <laughs> like, I guess, in, no, I don't know if all of them, but there's not a lot that spring to my mind where I'm like... We should have added another 10 to 15 on this. Like, yeah. I feel no, like I... the tighter and more succinct we are, the better. And as I was reading this week through, I read a little Wikipedia article of the top 10 longest films. And some mm-hmm. of them are nuts. And also, have I seen any of them? No, because they're like basically like art films. But they're mm. like five, seven hours. Like, what could you say? Mm-hmm. Uh, what? Well... I've like I've watched and enjoyed some very long mo- movies, mostly uh, as I've pointed out before of the dry fi uh, variety. Mm. Um, but I feel like a long movie is kind of really a subjective mm-hmm. quality because I I do think that there are things like I could watch a western that wife of the show would think is just an eternity. You know, like yeah. I, I I do think that can really happen. Um, there are some times where like I'm sitting in the theater and yes, I've had a cola, but like <laughs> I get this, the very powerful urge to pee mm-hmm. yeah. and you're just sitting there trying to figure out if you can beat this clock. And isn't it Hitchcock who has the quote about like, uh, something should be as long as a person can hold their bladder or something. Mm. And he's, isn't that- he's honestly like, I don't mean to give him so many props, but the man's right. Well, it's not wrong. I'll mm. say that. 90 minutes, baby. Oh, baby. That's where we're at. But, but it's the whole, like, how long is Knives Out? Because I feel like that's a long movie, but it doesn't feel like a long movie. I think it's like two hours and ten minutes-ish, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, but there's also, I know we're probably going to get into this, but there are movies that I would gladly hold every mm-hmm. every ounce of my uh hard-earned urine because i want to see it that's true and that's why i think i think the long quality is purely a subjective thing because i've seen some very very long experimental films some of them like meant to be played on an infinite loop like literally Mm. intended to never end and some of them are quite enjoyable you know like and and you know, it's the whole thing of like, oh, is this, you know, is it about boredom? Is it about interacting with people in the theater? Is it about, you know, there's there's lots of different sort of oh my God. intentions behind why something could be long. Let it but, never be uh, about interacting with other people in the theater. That's not a thing. for me. I know, yeah. but not me. I that's say no. After, after hour two, Sean, you're going to need a friend to talk to. Okay. Oh, my God. This is <laughs> a nightmare. But, uh, I thought you meant like you get tired of being around other people because <laughs> that's oh maybe I'm like oh man I've been in this crowded room for three hours that's too long <laughs> just kidding it could yeah, be. the, it the idea be. of re- reaching across the aisle is like oh no 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so I should make a movie that's so boring that you're forced mm. to talk to that's not bad the closest that's I've ever come is like cheering with the crowd in a marvel movie like that's mm. the most crowd participation in a film i've ever had um, like we're like yeah. oh doctor like everyone's coming to fight to fight thanos like and then we all cheer that's the closest interesting uh at the end of shrek 2 
the sound cut out because of lightning. <gasps> and uh, uh, it was a very interesting interaction with everybody in the theater. I actually enjoyed it a lot because some people were talking about like, oh, this probably, you know, like there, there were some jokes thrown around and stuff. And uh, that was fun. <laughs> it did absolutely ruin the end of Shrek 2. And it took some jokes being bandied about. Mm-hmm. But uh, I still wish it just cut to silence so you could make fun of a couple of things that were happening on screen. But uh, yeah, <laughs> Sonia, I think to like to further answer your question, mm-hmm. I think that much like no, like the definition of noise is unwanted sound. So I think a long movie is unwanted frames. Mm. <laughs> and unwanted and visual element. Yes, and I, I think I do think that is different for everybody because there are times where it's like, oh, we're going through these beautiful vistas again and again, so you can see all the scenery, and I think that there's going to be people who are like, we get it, like we like I understand, you know, every here we go, here's something that's long, every Transformers Michael Bay film. Oh, well, too long. Tran- Transformers, like period. Yeah. Yes. It's like why? What? What are you saying? Why are you here? I think then, even he said he made too many of them, which is like for, sort of different. But the mm-hmm. franchise is too long, even yes, by maybe. his standard. But it, but it is a thing of, and I I think we've seen instances of, you know, is every director's cut better than the theatrical cut? No, uh, you know, like it's that's just not always the case. Except for. The butterfly effect ending where, where the baby strangles itself right. that we talked True. about last Exactly, yeah. That's clearly an improvement. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Sanj? Yeah. Subjective? No? Yeah, I mean, I feel like I have kind of an interesting relationship to this topic because as a person with ADHD, A, the way that I experience time is, let's call it flawed. <laughs> let's say <laughs> okay. my brain doesn't process time quite the way one might hope that it might sometimes. Um, And also, I can get bored very easily. And if I'm bored, it literally feels like I'm dying. And so I think (laughs) my experience of a movie that is quote-unquote too long, at least for me, Mm -hmm. is quite dire. But what's interesting, like we'll get into this later, is that when I tried to think of movies that I thought of as too long, I actually didn't really come up with, like I didn't have like some burning examples that I was like, okay, it's time for me to go on this tirade about these movies that are too long. And maybe that's the forgetfulness side of ADHD, that I just forget that that was my experience. Um, mm. But yeah, I don't know. I I think it's interesting that you have your, your quibble about kind of the economy of storytelling and how most films could be shorter. I watched a very compelling video essay today um, called Long Movies Are Good, actually, by someone named Eyebrow Cinema, which is funny, um, <laughs> on YouTube. And basically his argument was like, if you love movies, why would you always want there to be less? And he also kind of made an argument about kind of the um, centrality of plot in a lot of criticism and how people are very focused on like, well, you could still, you know, effectively convey the story without this piece, or, you know, you could cut this out and still achieve the same thing. And his argument was basically that, like, yeah, you can, but even if it's not necessarily adding something, like, essential to the film, it still can be adding something worthwhile. And I Mm -hmm. actually found that quite compelling. Um, And I can't think of any examples off the top of my head, but, like, there have been times in the past where people have said to me, like, oh, that movie is so slow. And I've been like, really? I, I didn't feel mm-hmm. that way at all. And so, yeah, I don't know. I think there is merit to that. And I think, I think that argument's kind of going to roll around in my brain a bit. Because it is, I, I, I did kind of, was taken aback when he said, like, if you love movies that much, it's like, if you're really enjoying a movie, why would you want less of it? So. Mm-hmm. I like he's not wrong in that you can recop the plot of Titanic in several minutes, but Mm -hmm. it's also like um, getting the the plot purely just driven across is not the point of a film usually. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, But I guess what am I trying to say? 
Well, I, maybe I, I don't. Maybe I disagree with him. Then I'm not sure. Well, there's also this thing that I that I think is true, and I don't know. I don't know if it is or not. This is just my vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are a lot of like great movies: Lawrence of Arabia, uh, Gone with the Wind, Godfather. Uh, well, specifically Godfather Part Two, which I'll talk about in a bit. Mm-hmm. But I do think that there was some idea about length meaning it was a bigger deal Hmm. like i like i like i think that there was some i don't know like technicolor time style of oh if it's four hours it's gonna be a better quality and i i think that a lot of people sort of bought into that in the wrong way where like you know oh i'm gonna show this like i like i think of uh once upon a time in the west where we're seeing like it's it's a spaghetti western. We see shots again and again of guys just sort of hanging out, and like it's really trying to convey this moment and heat and all these sort of things to you, mm-hmm. and it's being done in a really artful and intentional way. And I wonder if a lot of people saw that and thought like, oh, like I need to convey that in my, and I I get like I get I get this individual point, Sonia, but I think of Gone with the Wind. Or, like, the French Connection, where, I like, you know, we're seeing a lot of stuff for a long time. And, you know, this, that's how long it would take to tail a person through the streets of New York in real time. You know, like, and a part of it, I think, is, like, as we get better at storytelling, you know, like, we understand that we can cut things out and jump ahead and move around. But uh, I feel like when it feels long is where it doesn't feel like a memory, mm. right? Because, like, movies are good at, like, being a memory, like, faking a memory. I always felt, I don't know if you guys feel the same way. But, uh, like, I remember things that were grueling in my life, but I don't remember, like, every, I just remember I was unhappy. You know, like, oh, this this was really awful or really took a long time or was really, you know, strenuous or whatever. But uh, conveying it can be really rough. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think it might have been about like, oh, people aren't going to understand that he's walking down the street into this other building. So we have to show him do it. I don't know. Yeah, I think like at a certain like, yeah, at a certain point of time, the length definitely reflected the quality, like the amount of money, the amount of effort that went into it. But now, mm-hmm. like th- the cinema has changed in that it's like Gone with the Wind now should have been a miniseries, but it, that form didn't really exist then. And and now like I, I see if I feel if I see a four hour movie, I believe it's going to be bloated and like that mm. the director didn't have the wherewithal to turn it into a miniseries or something. So they just like kind of crammed it into this yeah. ill conceived film a la like Zack Snyder and so I'm not, I'm not impressed by a three-hour movie anymore. There's obviously exceptions, but mm-hmm. but this is where the I think the subjectivity comes in because I like I can watch the Snyder cut and I don't think it's long at all. Mm. Brave. <laughs> <laughs> Brave words. But I think, but I think like cutting into five parts helps, and. I don't know, like if you needed to like step away or whatever, but I I watched that all in all in one go and I thought it was fine. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. like I really I do I think it has so much to do with perception. Hmm. Um, and I think okay. some of that too is like convention, like when you're talking about sort of like being a better storyteller like you I I think that was the phrase you used at one point it's like well some of that is also like the conventions that we're used to and the way that we are accustomed to experiencing narrative so it is like yeah it's yeah yeah because like 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 we inherently understand things because we have a more modern view of filmmaking right it's like the whole thing where like they explain the heist and they show the heist while they're explaining it and I feel like in more modern things, 
then they don't show the, like, it just works out like they planned or it doesn't at some point, And then we keep going because like, we all understand that, you know, there's the plan and then there's what happens, but mm-hmm. it is. Yeah. No, I, I didn't mean like individual people. I just meant like the filmmaking as a whole. No, I know. But I, I think I'm kind of quibbling with that idea that, that, that it's like necessarily better. Um, mm-hmm. Which I I've said in the past, like I I guess where I'm sta- where I am now is like I'm questioning some things that I've said and thought, and I don't know what I think right now, um, but I do sort of think like it it is very much shaped by our expectations as an audience and kind of our, like what we're used to as an audience mm-hmm. in terms of like we don't have the patience for, drawn out explanations where we're used to maybe seeing like a cut, maybe. But in terms yeah. of that, in terms of like different time periods, um, there's a there's very much a an ongoing discourse at this point that like movies are getting longer and movies are too long. I feel like it's like a film Twitter thing that goes around a lot. Um, are movies actually getting longer, and how do we feel about it? If so, movies are too damn long. <laughs> yeah, like that's. I feel like that's the complaint. I feel like it is standard to have a three-hour film now. Mm-hmm. Like, if I think if you look at the movie theater, it is 2.45 to three hours, like, pretty much across the board for whatever's in there right now. Mm-hmm. Off the top of my head, what is it? Like, Jurassic Park and, like, Top Gun. Like, I'm sure all of those are, like, definitely two and a half plus. Yeah. Uh, and Batman. That's three hours. And Batman. Right. Oh, don't give a yeah. shit on Batman. <laughs> Batman was too long? Um, Batman had a very natural wrap-up point, and then all of a sudden they were like, oh, a new character, a new villain, we have another 45 minutes to go. And it was, it was a big disappointment in my, in my soul, where I was like, what a great film, and like literally getting up to go, and then I was like, oh no, this other guy, we have another 40, we have to deal with him now. Uh yeah, for Batman, I didn't I didn't mind it too too much. Uh, it was very long, and I started watching it at nine p.m., which was a mistake. But Jeremy. Um, yeah, I didn't know. I, I I heard it was long, but like I thought that meant like two two hours and a bit. Like I did, you know. <laughs> well, and, because two uh, hours and a bit would have been the natural ending point, but then surprise. Well, <laughs> but but there is like there is a generation of children growing up right now who think a regular movie is three hours long and like would watch Mr. Bean's holiday and be like, where's the rest of the movie? But um, also those kids are such TikTok generation that are they ever going to watch a film, a three hour film? <laughs> What's the, so. what, do you know what I mean? What's the difference? Be, like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Wrapping our, like my, like our kids wanting to go see a, a, like a theater or is it just us millennials that do that? No, I don't, I don't think so. Like, mm-hmm. kids' movies still make tons of money. Yeah. And I do think that's, I don't know, I feel like that's maybe one of those questions that, like, people have been asking some form of for literally hundreds of years, where it's like the printing press got invented and it was like, the written word, it's going to change our children's brains. <laughs> <laughs> like, I do, I don't know, did. I do think... I do I do think that there are like valid criticisms obviously of what the internet is doing to our brains, but I don't know. I, mm-hmm. I have questions about whether that'll be true. Um so I definitely would have said that movies are getting longer on average, but I said, let me see if someone has crunched the numbers on this because mm-hmm. you know, we we as a society get very swept away in anecdotal things. Um and in fact the best data we have does not, in fact, really bear out the idea that movies are that much longer. Now, in the last couple of years, they maybe are. Like, the the, the data scientist um, whose work I was looking at, whose name is... Oh, no. I closed the window. I'll find it. Um, it, was, it was in December 2018 that he crunched this. Mm-hmm. Um, Oh no, he has a Polish name that's very complicated with a lot of consonants. <laughs> and Sonia hates Prish, Polish people. No. Przemysla Jarzabek is my best guess uh, for the data scientist who, who crunched this. Um, it's actually really interesting. He went in and like took a bunch of the data from IMDb and then mm-hmm. uh, input it into like a Python program that he wrote. Um, 
so he went through a whole bunch of different stuff, but essentially um, movies did get uh, kind of significantly, statistically significantly longer on average in the 30s and 40s. Um, so obviously, you know, it was a kind of nascent medium up until then. And it was mm-hmm. it's interesting because that's when televisions started to enter people's homes, um, not in a really widespread way, but some of the theories are that... Um, it, that that's kind of when the blockbuster was born in order to really encourage people to go to the movies. And I think that is where some of those ideas came from, that, you know, having these sweeping, long epics um, made movies worth going to see. And then the trend where they noticeably get shorter is in the late 70s and 80s, which interestingly is when home video really came into onto mm-hmm. the scene. And so the idea is that then, uh, you know, you were trying to make things economical so they'd, like, fit on a VHS tape, a single VHS tape. Mm. Um, But then, as, you know, the advent of DVDs and Blu-ray, that wasn't really a concern as much anymore. And so um, I think that's when we kind of get back to the idea of, like, longer movie equals, like, value for your dollar if you're going to the movie. It's, It's an event. It's a spectacle. So it is interesting that like maybe they're a little bit longer on average, but it's not super meaningfully longer mm-hmm. generally. It's maybe some of the biggest things that are um, like the the top grocers or whatever. Um, maybe those are longer. But yeah, I just thought that was interesting. Mm-hmm. You know, and it is think- funny that like the only time, like my only purchase of a movie is the one time spectacle. Like mm. I see it in the theater mm-hmm. for 10 bucks, 12 bucks. And that's the only time I interact with with a movie anymore, a film. I don't keep it anywhere in my life. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's I, in, it's wa- out. You don't watch it on Netflix? Um, it probably is not added to Netflix because Netflix is a flop. Whoa. Um, <laughs> cool. Shots, fired. Shots fired. Sorry about it. Not really. Um, yeah, for real. Uh, but I also think the other thing that's interesting in all of this is that this really is the first time where, like, in a post-Game of Thrones world, like, a movie is kind of shorter than some TV Mm. that's happening. And, like, I think binging is a big part of that as well, where, you know, people are... Well, I don't know about, again, another generalized statement, but I, I feel like I'm a lot more aware of the things that I'm watching because it's a lot more active... Like, I'll st- still turn whatever on on Netflix, but I won't, like, well, I can't surf on cable or anything anymore. Like, that's not an option for me. Um, but uh, it is this thing that, like, uh, is kind of interesting in terms of what, like, what's longer, you know, like Star Wars or Kenobi? Because runtime, Kenobi is longer. Mm-hmm. Like, that's way more time. So... That's actually it, quite it, the trip, Jeremy. Well, that's the like like we're essentially watching in a lot of cases now because they have to make the movie quality, mm-hmm. right? Like it's they have to be good. They have to be essentially just in order. And like if you even think of like um something like The Good Place, mm. which is like a single long narrative, mm-hmm. right? Like there's there's no throwaway episode. There's no it's just the next scene, right? Mm-hmm. Like it does sometimes it doesn't even stop. You know, it's like what is this? Like is it a show? Be- because it's you know, someone could easily make a supercut and like it wouldn't skip a beat to just have the next episode play immediately after. Is but there I, even But I do there think that there are like narrative differences and that that kind of mm-hmm. changes the way that people perceive how long it is and like like I think it feels different to binge something versus like watching a really really long movie Mm -hmm. you know like there's often cliffhangers or there are maybe like more subplots Mm -hmm. um like there's more kind of changing I feel like Mm -hmm. and so I feel like that maybe makes it easier but I get what you're saying that it's like yeah the lines are blurry yeah and it's odd to think of like oh like I could watch the office on netflix for four hours and probably not really notice the time in the way that i would if i watched the godfather part two mm-hmm. and like it's probably has quite a bit to do with what you said sonia with like the narrative ups and downs and like it being like 
20 minutes of thought before the next 20, you know, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. But uh, I don't know. It's weird. I feel like I'm so, I'm so spoiled by the plot. I don't know, the plot driven aspect of things now, because I'm like, I can't just watch 30 Rock or like The Office because I'm like, this is just every episode is just a new like Groundhog's Day. Like nothing is going mm. forward. Like I feel like I need to be watching a series where I'm like that has a Bible of like things going on because otherwise I feel like I'm wasting my time, which is mm. crazy because I'm literally just sitting in front of the television both in both ways. Yeah. But it's it's trip it's weird. It's changed my it's changed my brain in a, a little ways. Yeah. Probably. Well, with that we need to take a quick intermission to take a pee break and get some popcorn because, goodness, this is a long movie. We'll be right back <laughs> with more Spoiler Alert here on 91.3 FM, CJTR, Regina Community Radio, tuned into the community. Welcome back to Spoiler Alert. We are going to get back to talking about long movies in just a minute. But first, we're going to play a little game lovingly called The Game. It's game. <laughs> Jeremy, start it over. My Zoom call is messing up. Something's wrong. People. Maybe it's my internet. <laughs> you guys, I'm so sorry. My in, my I should plug right into the Ethernet cable. It's it's really messed up. Zoom came up and it was like playing music. <laughs> I've never seen that before. You're an artist, Jer. Oh my god. Okay. Uh, For those who don't know, or if you're just tuning in, the game is where I spend, it was like five minutes this week, looking for a title related to our topic that these two have hopefully not seen. I tell them the title, they tell me what they think it's about, and I tell them what it's really about. You guys, are you ready to play the game? I guess Um, I am. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, This week's title is Logistics. That title again, Logistics. Logistics? Mm-hmm. That okay. sounds very exciting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think <laughs> that this is a movie uh, <laughs> about a middle-aged tax accountant whose boss comes to his office one day and says, the annual tax accountants gala is in six weeks. And the person who was supposed to be planning it all just quit. So I need you and the team to pull together and get this gala ready to go. And what follows is an almost real-time encapsulation of their planning meeting to work out the logistics for this tax accountant's gala. And it's Hmm. both long. The runtime is over three and a half hours. And it feels incredibly long because listening to tax accountants discuss logistics is tedious at best. Okay, thank you. Thank you, Sonia. Uh, very interesting. Sean, <laughs> yeah. what do you think logistics is about? I'm like in a similar sort of vein. I was imagining, uh, so it is a, it's a reality show where they hire 10 different account managers Uh trying to, and they each are tasked with organizing a conference in a, like a week and so then it just follows each of these people yeah like finding guest speakers uh making tabling policy uh organizing all of these things every phone call is played to its fullest extent mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. you know just like really making this weekend come together and then at the wow. end we showed them celebrating by everyone I'll, splitting a mud shake and having a really fun evening. I don't know why that made it so visceral. <laughs> it really did. <laughs> but it did. But it did. Sean, how long is this movie? Um, well, you know, it's maybe more of a, like a mini series. Mm. It's like about like 15 hours long. <laughs> okay. Ken Burns situation. <laughs> it's there we sort go. of Ken Burnsy. Okay. Um, I would like to applaud you both for like being on on like like i don't know on on genre for what logistics is actually about mm-hmm. no points awarded but well done well done okay. maybe if one of you had done it but not the other it'd be a half point situation but there's no there's no point in 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 tied situation 
Um, I will say that I think you guys really needed to think outside the box in terms of length. Mm. And uh, this is going to blow you away. And I'm so happy you don't know about this. So, uh, Logistics or Logistic Art Logistics Art Project is a 2012 Swedish experimental film conceived and created by er- Erika Magnusson. I hope that's correct. And Daniel Anderson. Uh, it's the longest film ever made at mm. 51,420 minutes. Which translates <laughs> into 857 hours. Erica, or, come on. Or, or 35 days and 17 hours. So just, just a touch, just a, over five weeks long. Um, uh, it is about the production cycle of a pedometer. Whoa. What? And what it is, is it, it shows it like, backwards not in reverse but like the 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 sail of the pedometer Mm. and then the truck that gets it there and then the shipping crate it came off of and then the boat that it came out like and then it shows like it it shows it in reverse order until it's finally at the end of the film assembled in china um but it shows its whole existence in real time that's kind of awesome yeah um there is a 74 minute cut on youtube which is watchable and then some there are some places where you can watch the whole thing uh it does take five weeks to watch if you do nothing but watch it and don't sleep i mean I and if no anyone's ever done own. that like please call <laughs> what, what Sean? if anyone has call. ever like seen this film in its entirety <laughs> i feel like you need to like call your parents they they miss you drink some water um, so just a fun little fact here. If you watched it for an hour a day, it would take oh you 857 days. That's over two years. <laughs> that's, that's... that's a long time. Oh, my God. This makes me very sad. Um, has she ever heard of a little show we have called How It's Made? I was just thinking that. <laughs> like, I was like, I love that show. So These people be Eric... burning through like three an episode, three a half hour episode. <laughs> Well, there you go. She finds um, out she's going to be so mad. Uh, well, <laughs> you guys, thank you for playing the long game uh, <laughs> with the, the longest film ever made. Uh, the game this week is brought to you by the CJTR Garage Sale, which is back this Saturday for a bonus day back, of back, sales. Back, back, back again. Um, swing on by. I have, I have heard through the grapevine. I don't know if this is true, but I think it is. That there is more stuff that they brought to the music garage sale oh. that they didn't from the first round. So there might, even if you were there, maybe you need to go back. Oh, they opened the second crate. Maybe. The second boxcar, the elusive Beca- boxcar was opened. Because there may be more stuff. Just saying. Exciting. Just saying. Yep. Uh, thank you guys for playing the game. Thank you, Jer. Okay, I'm just thinking now of this woman who, like, filmed just like period with a camera filmed for like three years. There's like, two, there's two of them, right? Erica and Daniel. That's who yeah, made it. Sean, d- this is Daniel. Yeah. Erasure. I know, but right. I, I feel like Erica's not one to let him just take it without her being there. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> right. But I feel like the fact that there's two filmmakers means that like, it just took them the five weeks that it, like, I think they just traveled with the thing and mm. swapped off. I could be wrong. There's, I don't have a terrible amount of information about it. Let's see if they have a website. Yeah, I guess you're right. But like, yeah, no, it's uh, it's it's the real deal. Man. Well, yeah, it's interesting because normally like film production takes a very long time. And what we mm-hmm. see is the final product that's like this condensed version of all that labor. So the idea of like kind of seeing it all is really interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's it's all of it. Um <laughs> I've uh, and it did. I think I read that it did take them four years to plan, yeah, and like work out like because they would have had to buy stuff, get clearance, you know, like it would have been. Mm-hmm. And um, it isn't, from what I've seen, I don't think it's a continuous take. Like I do think that it, there are parts where it cuts. So, well, I got to plug guys, in at some time. It's on. It's Change on. Change battery. Oh, exciting! The whole thing. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, maybe it's not. Anyway, 
Wow. Uh, maybe maybe we'll do a logistics episode. <laughs> maybe that'll we'll do be bonus our bonus content that's a live watch where we just <laughs> why don't we, lose we our do minds. a live watch? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we'll be here for the next five weeks. Who's not who a soul object? listens? Well, well, when our film festival starts, we know our first. <laughs> yeah, we have already our got first our first pick. program. Spoiler alert presents. Well, we're talking about long movies, in case this discussion of a five-week-long movie <laughs> didn't tip you off. Um, and so I want to know, guys, what are some movies that deserve their wrong... Lo- oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> their long running time. Wrong running. Wrong running time. The wrong running time. Their tongue running Okay, line. well, some films are long, but... It's because the pacing is incredible and the content is there and you just are like, you know what? It all deserves to be here. And I'm talking about Lord of the Rings mostly. Yeah, it's it's the main example. It's like I what thought you were gonna say cats, Sean. I thought you were gonna <laughs> and say it. The I first thing why. that comes to my mind is cats. What <laughs> number do you cut, Jeremy? Certainly Mr. Tumbus? No. McCavity, mm-hmm. absolutely not. Mr. Mistopheles? Always got to be that there. horrifying Rebel Wilson number with the mice. No, yeah, I still have um, to watch it. <laughs> force you. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, I was definitely talking about Lord of the Rings. Mm. As you should, my friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like there's like literally, what do you cut? In fact, what do you add? If mm-hmm. you if you have the the DVD extras, which I actually do not, but. You know, the people mm-hmm. are in there. The people are learning Elvish with these DVD extras. <laughs> if, you, if you got Liv Tyler to learn Elvish, you got to make the movie count. Yeah. That's true. Um, I But I it's, it's funny that you bring it up, Sean, because I feel like The Hobbit mm-hmm. doesn't have that same vibe. It's the counter so example. True. Yeah, it really is. That's actually crazy that that's the pendulum on which this argument. <laughs> They're literally rests. the two at the top of each of the lists. That's for wi- me. that's wild to me. Um, but uh, it, Peter was true. just like the hand of God, like reached in Peter for those those few years in two thousand, and then he then then it left him before he did King Kong. <laughs> yes, literally. That, oh my that God. Was too long. <laughs> Oh, Poor man. Peter. He it all just like aligned for him for Lord of the Rings, and then it left. Mm-hmm. No, that is true. Um, I would like to give a shout out to a little Kenneth Kenneth Branagh named Hamlet. Yeah. Uh, because I do, I don't know why, I like am so invested in it, and like I I don't know. I just watch it, and it just it feels like. It's like so perfect to like I don't know like I I think it just aligned so much with what I saw in my head, mm-hmm. and um, you know there's a lot of just amazing performances. It's Shakespeare, so I'm not going to try and you know like we get it. Um, Me but, thinks uh, the Jaredoth protest too much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the fact that you can just do that song Nerds. with no is just the best. Anyway, um, I would like to uh, talk about Full Metal Jacket. Mm. Um, which I, I think is a long movie because I think it's two movies. Mm. And uh, I, I mean, I well, I could. You I think was thinking Full Metal talk- is one, and then Jacket is the other. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, is that how you I was going to talk. Yeah, I was going to talk about 2001, but I feel like I've nan- I've talked about that stuff enough. Um, but I, I think that Kubrick does such a good job of like establishing what that feels like in both sort of like the war and the training version. And I, sh- I, I should have looked it up, but I don't know what the runtime of each half is. Cause I don't know if it's like a third and two thirds of the film or whatever. But uh, I, I, I do really just appreciate the time there. Mm. And there, the, like there are parts that you sort of that you were talking about Sonya that don't necessarily move the narrative forward they don't really accomplish anything but they just sort of like build the world for you and it, i feel like Kubrick and his crew of dudes just crush that every time mm. and i don't i don't know if i can put into words why well i would love to help you but 
I mm-hmm. still haven't watched it, so... <laughs> well, that's that's fair. I think that you would find it terrifying. Mm-hmm. Uh, not that you wouldn't like it, but that it did, there would be some trouble. <laughs> yeah. Trouble, Tr- trouble in paradise. <laughs> mm-hmm. There'd be some trouble. Um. Okay, I have one that I'm curious if this is uh, contentious or not. Because I did see it on a list of movies that were too long today, and I was like, no. And then I was like, oh, maybe actually. I, maybe I'm wrong. Um... What do you guys think about the Green Mile from 1999? In, you know, in terms of length, never saw it. Oh, interesting. Oddly. Um, I've read the book. I like the, uh, I like the Green Mile. Um, I feel like it falls into the the problems of because uh, that's uh, what's his name, Stephen King. Yeah, like I, I feel like it's got his vibes in mm. there, which I don't always dig, but it's still I don't know, it's still good. Um, you well, like long? there's a lot of there's a lot of content. His books are v long. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I I actually don't like when I mean I haven't seen it in a while, but I have seen it quite a few times, and I would never have said that I thought it was too long. It was when I saw mm. it on a list today that I was like, really, is that a thing people think? But oh. I also think like thematically, it's literally a movie about being on death row. So to me, mm-hmm. if you're if there's anything you can justify being, quote unquote, too long. It's maybe a movie about being on death row, which is arguably an experience I suspect feels, you know, long. Like and, an eternity. Yeah. Probably that way. Torturous. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't think so, but. And then, obviously, mm. The Godfather Part 1 and 2. Part 2 is a lot longer, but I think they're, I think, they're both. I think, part, I, think, I think Part 2 is too long. <gasps> Every time. It kills me. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what it is. I just, like... I just feel like I don't need to see every single moment of it. And again, it feels like it's like multiple things at once, which I don't dig. And everybody thinks it's weird. And I should maybe rewatch it as an old man now. Maybe that's my problem. Let's do a, let's do a Godfather episode. Oh, dang. And then wow. we'll watch all of that idea. Because I would like to rewatch all of them as well. Um, okay, what about... Should I write that down? I'll write that down. That are too long. Yeah, write that down, Sean. Thank you. Okay, Jeremy actually a little bit spoke of this earlier, but I find when a movie is made from a piece of theater, Mm -hmm. it can be tough because when you go to the theater, you are watching people do an incredible thing right in front of you. They are expending so much energy. They're doing, they're acting, they're singing, they're dancing. They're doing it all right in front of you. It's incredible. When you see it on film, it really flattens it. Mm-hmm. Unless you're really good at a really good filmmaker. Unless it's um, like a, an adaptation where it becomes a film, I would say. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, good point. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, Les Mis mm-hmm. from whatever, 2012, 2013. Um, that was so long i think they even added a few extra songs i think so. because like it's a it's a long stage show but it's also like incredible because you're like the amount of people that's involved it's like a spectacle when you watch it on film it's like this is lame like the singing is like a flop and you're not wowed by the uh by the spectacle because you're used to seeing films with a couple hundred people in it. It's not a huge like feat. Mm-hmm. It was just like, it yeah. was really underwhelming. And I, I just remember sitting through that and being like, okay, when are we going to, you know, rise up against these, the French or whatever. <laughs> I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. To I'm rise ready up for you guys. To, <laughs> I'm ready for Gavroche to, to get it. Let's go. <laughs> it's, it's French v French just to clarify, but <laughs> <laughs> I love that description. Oh, hilarious. My, um, oh, no, you go. I, oh, okay. Uh, no, that's fine. Uh, this week I watched, uh, not all of, because I ran out of time, um, a movie that I do like, uh, and that's The Irishman from whatever year that was, 2017, 2018. Right. Um, I can't remember how long it is. Uh, forever. It's like three and a half or something. Uh, it feels it like, like forever. It feels like I feel like that's a pandemic um, movie also. Isn't it like 2019? Yeah, 2019. Yeah, three three and a half hours. Um, oh. It's it's good. It is... 
heartbreaking to think that we missed out on Joe Pesci in like what he could have done. Cause like we've like we've seen him do some stuff that is good acting and he's playing such a different role in this. He's so it's so well done. The special effects, they did a really great job. They did a great job across the board, but I feel like with Joe Pesci, like it's just perfect. Oh, Pesci's one of and, our best, gotta say. Yeah. And um like I love some of the things going on in this. If they could have cut forty minutes, like I, I think it just would have been that one of the tightest things that they that Scorsese made. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you know, like I don't feel that way about Goodfellas or Casino or anything, but this, like, I just, I don't, I don't know what it is, and maybe it's because like it's the whole like Jimmy Hoffa thing, right? So you like kind of know what's to come, like maybe that's part of it, but yeah. We, you know, we didn't need the, the whole deal. Yeah, no. It's funny that you brought this up because this is literally the one I was about to say I think is too long. Um, and I'm the worst for that because I didn't even watch the whole thing. Oh, <laughs> so. which one's it? The you just stopped when you thing? thought yeah. I should have stopped. Oh. But, yeah. I, I, could, I, I just know. couldn't. I don't know. I wasn't invested. But if it was a miniseries, like if it was packaged into mm. f- to seven parts, like seven half hour parts, like... Do you think that would make it doable? You know, like, is that is like is that where we're at? I honestly don't know. Like, I don't know if that would have changed things for me. Part of it is that I just was like, okay, I feel like I've seen this movie from Martin Scorsese before, to be honest. Like, that's, yeah, that's part of it, yeah. So, for me, I don't know if that would change anything. I don't, I, maybe it would for other people, I don't know. Hmm. Okay, are there any other ones we want to talk about? Uh... Before we talk about anything else we watched this week. Uh, I still will say that the worst long movie is La Ventura, which mm. is, uh, uh, I think it's an Italian movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I will never have a more visceral reaction in a negative way, which I don't think makes the film unsuccessful. We didn't really talk about like... What did you do? What be- was so, did you barf? No, it's How did boring. you have such it's a reaction? It's inc- It's It's... The only movie I actually fell asleep in. Wow. Wow. Because, yeah. And, like, I, I it's from 1960. I'm just looking it up now. Um, I've talked about it before. Antonioni, Italy, 1960, realism, I think. Mm. Uh, all the all the things. Um, it's about a woman goes missing, and they just look for her for... Where's the runtime on this bad boy? Can I find it? Uh... 143 minutes, so it's not even that bad. Yeah, that's like, like, two, like it, just over two hours. <laughs> I know, but I watched Batman for longer. Um, but uh, it, I think... Wait, they look for this, a woman and find her in under two hours? That's like that, 24 hours is shook. I don't, like, think, I don't think they find her. Oh, uh, I, I can't remember. Um, Spoiler remember, I told you I was asleep. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, I think that it was... A part of it was meant to be boring. So I think that it was working. Like, I don't think it's a bad movie. I just don't like it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because it did what it promised it would. Yeah. It did what it needed to be done. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah. No, this is very much a personal bias against it. But uh, that's how I feel. So there it is. And that's allowed. Sorry, film school. <laughs> Sorry, film school. You failed. Um, I watched a movie that I've been meaning to watch for so long. Um this week uh, from 1992, and that is Spike Lee's Malcolm X. Um, oh, nice. And I thought it was a very effective example of a biopic in a lot of ways. Um, it's I think it's just over three hours. And I think in terms of what it seems like it was trying to do, which is sort of present this complex political figure that I think has been very flattened and misunderstood both contemporaneously like at his time and also over time and sort of clarify the record on a few things and also just show like this is a complex human being and not just this like symbol um I don't I there were some tone things that I wasn't 100 percent sure about he spends a lot of time on um Malcolm X's like hustler days which in actuality was like a very short period of his life and 
I don't know. That's an interesting choice to me. Um, I found actually a, a criti- criticism that Bell Hooks wrote about the movie at the time, and she sort of called it minstrelsy, if, essentially, and said, mm. like, this is catering to a white audience and is sort of trying to depict, you know, like this over-the-top, you know, black people making merry in this way that's specifically supposed to be interesting to white audiences. And it, it did definitely feel like it was clearly intended to, I don't know, kind of not gently necessarily, but very strategically speak to um, like a pretty mainstream audience, which I don't think is a bad thing. Like at the end of the day, this is a Hollywood biopic. And so for it to be at all, you know, politically accurate and kind of real to the things that Malcolm X talked about in terms of like the violence of white supremacy and how explicit and unwavering he was on that stuff. Um, I think it's, it's useful, but yeah, I don't know. It's definitely a very complex movie. Have you guys seen it? Mm-mm. Uh, yeah, a long time ago. Mm. That's like peak, that's peak Denzel. It is. I don't know about that, but I mean, that was like where he was like, there's like 90, one or something 92 yeah yeah so that was that was right yeah no i well i have not watched it in a very long time um but i do remember like very powerful performances mm-hmm. yeah he's yeah. great in it and there's I, like there's a lot to take from it for sure so yeah Del, uh delroy linto he's in there too right is he sure. angela yeah angela oh, yeah. bassett yeah i should too. say yeah also angela bassett yeah. is his wife um, yeah, is incredible. But that is actually all the time we have for this week. Whoa. So I, I know it is, it's a long <laughs> movie, but it happened fast. There we go. <laughs> I'd like to give a shout out to Saskatoon's The Garys for the use of our theme song, Manituna, to my co-hosts, Sean and Jeremy, and to everyone at CJTR and to you, our beloved listeners, for lending us your ears. The show is broadcast live Wednesdays at 6 p.m., rebroadcast Thursdays at 3 p.m., and we're available as a podcast on CJTR's uh, website and anywhere else you get your podcasts. My electric is coming up next. Have a great week. See Bye. ya. Bye.